Hello and welcome to the NDA podcast. It's always Media Thursday with me, Justin Pierce, the editor, and me, Andy Oakes. Who are you? <laughs> I just left, I lost you there by not saying what my job is because, you know, <laughs> yeah. I have many roles. You do. I'm, flu- I'm job fluid. You are job fluid. But in this scenario, you're the publisher. I yes. Late. Let's make that clear. So here we are again. It's always Media Thursday. It's, we don't do Swords Media Thursday on Thursday. That's it's just a title. So never get worried that it's not Thursday when you hear this, or indeed, Andy, when we record it. It's just a title. It is. So, it's more than a title. It's like Radio Times. More than it. radio in it. We're very like Radio Times. So I guess the big news this week is still your buttocks. We had one of our biggest audiences for last week's uh, Always Media Thursday podcast, even though it came out it's on Monday. Uh, and that was, I think, down to chat about your buttocks. I, I think it's the only possible reason. Um, many people have suggested that they have star quality now. And um, I think it's just the first of many buttock-related uh, chats we can be doing from now on. Okay. So make sure to tune in every week to hear more on Andy's buttocks. But lots of other things happened this week. They did. Um, it was ATS this week. The industry got back together again. They all trotted over to East London, some ha- more happily than others. I saw it on Twitter. Um, the event looked amazing. They it held looked, it in the velodrome it in the Olympic amazing. Park, which was superb. <laughs> We're going to have Kieran on to chat about today, but this morning he said he was just a bit exhausted after this week, which is, which is no surprise. But yeah, I think it was all the reports were it was amazing. You know, I've just. I didn't go, sadly, but the pictures look incredible. So huge congratulations, Kieran. Bring it back. More real-world action, which is what we like. And then there was The Wires last night, which is obviously part two of ATS, and that was held in the uh, London Stadium, West Ham's ground, the old Olympic Stadium, keeping the sporting theme going. Indeed. And you, we you'd have loved it, Justin. All of this sporting stuff, You honestly, you would have been so at home. Sports. I love sports. <laughs> I mean, also, we're going to have the... The Ad Tech Personality of the Year was announced, always hotly contested, and we're going to have the winner of that on for quick chat later on the podcast. So let's keep the uh, his name secret. Even though it has yeah, been. it was great. I saw some great misunderstanding on Twitter earlier that um, it was also media fight night last night, and uh, someone misunderstood that that's how you won the Ad Tech Personality of the Year, <laughs> essentially by an all-in scrap, and the last person standing claims Ad Personality Ad Tech Personality of the Year. Now. I think there's a gap in the market for more all-in scraps. I think there and is. I think we should, we should start thinking about this as a, as a format for events. Well, boxing was always your thing, so maybe we could bring that back. Because talking about events, I guess we should talk about our own events, which is coming up. Not soon, but coming up. Well, we've got, we've got one event that's actually next week. We have. We, we have the Trinity Lunch, where I, I, I think people will be very excited to see you and me on stage announcing a list of 19 sponsors. <laughs> Uh, by which time it'll be time for coffee and you can all go home. Um, but we have come up with two events for next year, haven't we? You're yeah. Now, so I better talk about them. I think you definitely should. I mean, first of all, the, uh, I guess, quite exciting, our awards. You and I have done awards for what seems like most of our career in different formats. But we're going to do awards slightly differently, aren't we? We are. We're going to make them a sort of a hybrid judging model. So we're going to get Whittle a shortlist down by uh, a judging panel of the great and good of the industry. Um, and after that, we're going to put it to a people's vote. 
We really want the industry to decide on who the winners should be. And I think that's a, it's a nice way of doing things. And it, hopefully it won't just result in a, a popularity contest. Uh, we have we have systems in place, I'm told, to get around this. We do. And again, it's about what's going to a lot of it's going to be about people, which is what NDA is all about, celebrating people and celebrating the amazing work being done in the industry. So more details on that. I mean, I've got to write something about it for NDA, so probably more details, that's say Monday. But Monday, yeah, when you yeah. manage to write something about it. But those will be coming in the first half of 2022. If you want to know more, go and talk to the bearded wonder himself, Mr. James McGowan um, of Blue Stripe Towers, and he can help you. He'll, he'll, he knows more than we do about most things. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, we, we do need, there's a lot of sort of talk about wars, being too many wars, etc. But wars that are important, at the moment, I'm in the midst of judging the podcast category for the Adweek Awards, uh, which is sort of, sort of fascinating, uh, quite amazing, actually, even though, you know, we do a lot of podcasts ourselves, but seeing how many podcasts there are and how incredibly high quality it is now. Though, so it's sort of do many of them mention one of the co-hosts' buttocks? There are a lot of buttock mentioning, which is obviously a big gap in the market, which I'll be making in my judges' notes for Adweek. But it's, it's just it's great to see Adweek making more of a making more of a push here in, into the UK, isn't it? They are. Um, obviously, Stephen is the European bro, uh, bu- bro, the European bureau chief, which is a fantastic title and yeah. uh, richly deserved from a man who's been around the industry for many, many years and. Uh, should have featured in our chat a couple of weeks ago about some of the nicest people in the industry, because he is definitely one of those. Um, but yes, Adweeker is a serious, impressive title. I like them a lot. You, um, readers of New Digital Age may have noticed we had a great column on the site this week from Lynn Alt. Now, Lynn's someone you and I both used to work with back in our days at the Drum, and she's uh, VP of Sales for Adweek, uh, and based out in New York. And it's a great column on um, on looking at EQ. Uh, in client relationships and I think it's interesting to talk to these people who are in the industry sort of uh, they work within the industry but sort of on not in the industry if you know what I mean they talk to everybody they're hyper connected they know everybody they know so much gossip if you want to know what's going on in the market always ask one of the mag sales people because they'll know an awful lot more definitely and I think that's often okay we often talk about this the fact that the people that appear in the media are often just the bosses, the CEO, the you know, the CMO. And yeah, there's so many more interesting voices to be heard from across the panoply of companies and panoply of, of different departments and job titles and the facets of the industry. So you're totally right. Hearing people like Lynn is just always fascinating. Yeah. But uh, yeah, back to your point. Good to see Adweek making um making headway in Europe. Um Obviously, I hear from my series of networks of spies all around the Soho area that they have more staff coming on board soon. So that'll be great. Exactly. And talking of people from America, we had lunch this week with Matt Barash, uh, our tech socialite, as his Twitter bio proudly claims. But again, it felt so normal just to have lunch with Matt flying from New York and again, back to normality of business travel. I think it was fair to say that Matt was very keen on winning AdTech Personality of the Year, wasn't he? Um, he won. And let's just say he, he won it in our hearts, even if he didn't win it in the real world. Uh, he doesn't get a trophy for that, sadly. He gets our hearts, though. Well, mine's a bit ropey. I mean, he probably won't want it. 
Very true. Uh, great restaurant we went to yesterday. I feel it's very important. We should always be uh, transparent about which restaurant we ate in yesterday. Sucre, which is an excellent new restaurant in Great Melbourne Street. Argentinian. We should all get there as soon as possible. We're probably going to bring in a restaurant review section of the Always Media Third Day podcast soon. Brought to you by guest guest restaurant reviewers. So if you fancy being our guest restaurant reviewer on the Always Media Third Day podcast, get in touch. We're launching that very soon. If you want to take us to restaurants as well, we probably won't say no. We never will. We never will. I mean, let's be let's be really transparent about this. Um, thank you to publicists for taking us out a couple of weeks back to Kiln. That was really nice. Um, and it's always good to see a, a PR person tasked with cutting up a whole sea bream, I find. <laughs> it is. I mean, yeah, back, back to normality. We should have called this podcast really Back to Normality because that's always a common theme. And yeah, like, business lunch is coming back more and more. You know, it's sometimes getting full of what it should be full of. So before we go on to meet our special guest today, I mean, I don't know what else happened big this week had another amazing round table we've we done so many over lockdown a virtual round table in fact actually start the week off with a real one will real world round table back at the common garden hotel with me and ads which was amazing talk about personalized advertising then i think it was yesterday had a fantastic round table uh, with our partner cbe looking at growth marketing and growth marketing i think it's one of these hyped terms but we had Weetabix and Unilever and uh, some amazing brands on Gymbox talking about what growth marketing really means. And, you know, you start off, what is this term? Does it mean anything? And you end an hour's chat with with, with, with these amazing CMOs and you come to the conclusion that it really doesn't mean quite a lot. So that was fascinating and results that will be appearing on NDA in the next couple of weeks. So to meet our special guest... So, Sean, hi. Welcome to the NDA podcast and congratulations. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Very humbled, actually. Very humbled. So you won uh, our Tech Personality of the Year last night. Tell us, tell us, you know, the sort of uh, usual trite things like how do you feel, etc. But it was quite, quite, it's always a really significant award that's highly contested. So how does it feel? Yeah, I think... Um... I said honoured, and if I was to sum up one word, I would use that word. But um, I think so many different feelings come to mind. Um, and I take you back to last night when Karen and Lindsay and everybody said, Sean, in order to win, you've got to canvas the tables. I said, I'm not going to canvas the tables. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be that, I'm not going to be that dickhead that's walking around canvases saying, vote for me, vote for me. And um, um, so then what happened? Um, what was really interesting is that I actually know quite, I knew quite a lot of people there. And if you know me, you know that the type of person I am, I'll go around tables, talk to people, oh, how are you doing? But I consciously didn't do that because I thought if I do that, people are going to pick up canvassing. <laughs> so, um, so I went to my seat and actually interesting story about my seat. Um, I looked at the table plan and I saw table one, take seat number one, Sean Oden. I thought, bloody hell, they gave me table one. This yeah. is brilliant. Walked in there. Table one's all in the corner. <laughs> so it's, it's not the premium table, though. So um, I'm in the corner and I'm thinking, I'm not going to get up. I'm not going to walk around and talk to people because people are going to think I'm canvassing. And I'm sat next to Amy and I'm talking to everyone on the table, talking. I talk to Amy. And then I was like, bloody hell, like, I'm not going to win if you're here. Because it's like, if I, don't, if, I know any, if I don't know anyone on the list and I go through that name, go through the names, I see Amy, even if I don't know Amy, I'm like, founder of Good Loop. What they do is so impressive. It is. I'm like, 
it, it, it fundamentally is, is making a change to the world, let's say. So I would say, I'm going to vote for Amy. That's what I would do if I didn't know anyone. So I'm thinking, I'm probably not going to win. I think I'll probably come third or fourth. Then I saw a few people canvassing, and then one of my mates who, texted Who was me. it, Sean? Come on, oh, tell God, us. I don't, I don't want to yeah, yeah, name no, one, no one's listening. Don't who was James. canvassing votes? Was if you were there... <laughs> if you were there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you're there, you know. And basically, one of my uh, one of my friends texted me. Said, "Oi, there's a guy walking around with a pen, ticking boxes." And I was, I, me and Amy looked at the text because my phone was out, and then she was laughing. At, and we're like, "I tell you what, we'll just lose together." Me and Amy said because Amy said she didn't want to canvas either. So we just sat, we just we just enjoyed the night. But then, obviously, I told you one of my team were fighting uh, at Media Finance. I really wanted to get there to go and support her. She's actually part of my old team. Anyway, cut the story short. Uh, this became a real long story, so apologies. Cut a long story short. A, me and Amy decided to vote for each other. So I voted for Amy, she voted for me. That was quite nice. Um, and then uh, we put our, our numbers in. And then, so when when the, when the announcements went, they, they said a uh, joint second, and joint second was Gavin mm-hmm. uh, and Amy. Oh, he didn't quite put the effort in. Uh, yeah. And then I thought to myself, hold on. One or two things are going to happen. Either I'm going to win, or it's going to be really embarrassing. Because you know when you could see people, you could feel people staring at you. Yeah. I was thinking, everyone thinking, okay, Sean's won. The table's around me. And I was thinking, if I don't win, and they mentioned Joe Bloggs on the other side of the hall, <laughs> everyone's going to think, oh, that's really embarrassing. So I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm just looking down. And they didn't mention my name. I'm like, bloody hell. And I weren't prepared because my blazer was on the side. So I picked my blazer up. And I think this is the moment I want to explain to you. Sorry, sorry. And stood up. People are clapping, applauding. And I'm walking. Some people are standing up, shaking my hand. I'm like, bloody hell. These are, these are my peers. They chose me to win this award. And that's why I come back to that word honoured. I felt really honoured. And I can't remember exactly what I said in the speech. But one thing I know I said was, I'm here because you guys voted for me. You guys voted for me because you know who I am because the work I produce and all the outputs I deliver. But genuinely, and I'm not saying it, it's not me. It's my team. And because I lead such a great team, um, they make me look good. And therefore, the industry see me as that figurehead. But actually, it's a team that get the glory. So um, I'm just really privileged to lead a great team and um, get acknowledgement for that. Well, congratulations. It really is. It's one of those great awards, I think, in the industry. It does actually mean something. Uh, and to be honest, oh, hang on, Paul Gavin's won it once, so let's, uh, let's go. <laughs> we, love, we love Paul Gavin. But also, when I looked at this, to be honest, I did think Amy could win it too, actually, Sean. But we're very happy you did. So then you went on to Media Fight Night. I mean, first of all, it must have been quite amazing doing two in person things with the whole industry in one night after the last 18 months. How was, how was Media Fight Night? Yeah, although I didn't, no one actually, no, no one COVID checked me when I got in and no one checked for my ticket, which means also if you turn up late to Media Fight Night, you can get in for free. Um, although <laughs> I did actually, I did actually have a ticket though, but I was sure, it's a charity myself. event, mate. You shouldn't be walking in free. That's, that's a good point. That's a really good point. But I did have a ticket though. Um, and it was really good actually, but I only saw, I only saw one fight. I was so upset. I saw one fight. Uh, that fight was a really good fight. But um, I got to go and see my teammate who won, um, Hannah Cunningham. She used to work in my team at Mindshare. Apparently, she boxed ahead of her opponent. And, <laughs> yeah, I gave her a big hug when I saw her. And that's all I was getting there for. Right? I wanted to... Don't, don't go on, media fight night is an amazing night. 
one, and I'm I'm probably going to do it one one year actually, maybe next year even. Maybe this is an, maybe this is an exclusive. Um, but I, yeah, I wanted to get there for uh, Hannah just to support her, um, and I'm glad she's done well. So, how do you feel about just the industry in general, especially after last night? It must have felt exactly like the old days. I mean, is it feeling like the old days once again? Yeah, I think something about me is I've always loved this space, um, and I think the biggest challenge we've had in the pandemic is that. Um, work our industry is work hard play hard over the last two years it's just been work hard so people yeah. have been drained emotionally um, their mental well-being has been affected so actually getting out seeing people I went to ATS both days seeing loads of people that day is amazing and I think bring back the joy right and that's, that should be the, the, the anthem from 2022 bring back the joy whether that's in your teams in your workplaces and as an industry you know this is why we're in the industry we love not just because we produce great amazing stuff for our clients and but it's because we enjoy what we do we enjoy doing it learning and and talking to others in this, in this space totally agree I mean, ACS looks I wasn't there but from the outside like a fantastic event you know, the pictures are great people said you know talked to you said they had a really great time how well how was the overall show no it's really good really good um it was very um, suited for COVID in terms of the space. Yeah. Um, if anyone felt didn't feel comfortable to be close to people, it's really good in that instance. Seeing people, you know, hear some of the great work that's going along, and also just listening to all the um, amazing, smart people in the industry was brilliant. And actually sitting down for two days, knowing you're not presenting or on a panel, is also good. So you're not you're not sitting there with that pit in your stomach, thinking oh, I'm up next. Um, so that was, that was good actually. Um, and also one of my team went on a panel for her first time and she she's okay. done amazing as well. Depali, she was on an audio panel. Yeah, she was brilliant. Sean, I love the way you keep calling out your team, mate. I, um, it's really how leaders and proper managers should act, mate. I think it's it's superb listening to you. Thank you. I agree. Sean, let's, before we leave, let's just quickly talk about, you know, mass kind and you and, and work and... Me and Andy always talk about sort of back to the office, all these sort of things on, on this podcast. So well, where are you with go back to the office and, you know, your team and what's, what's happening? Else? So we've got um, we've got a new building. You may have seen it, PR. It's called the Bailey. It's in Old Bailey. It's unbelievable, oh, yeah. phenomenal looking building. Unbelievable. Uh, it's going to be a great place to work. It's going to reinvent the way we should work and bring back. We've got a... a, a an approach called flexi by design, which fundamentally means you work where you're most productive. You know, you work where we're going to produce amazing work for our clients, whether that be in your living room, your bedroom, or in the office. Um, our office is such a, a space for an amazing collaboration space that people would want to come to the office. And um, I envisage from January, people will be coming in two to three days a week, but there'll be no way, nobody in my organization anyway that will be pressured to come in two to three days a week. Um, they they go where they, they're going to be most productive for our clients. And um, sometimes it's being productive for your client, if it's a collaboration session, would be in the office. Some other times it might be at home. I love that. We definitely hear that some other agencies are sort of putting the pressure on, but as you say, an office should be someone you want to be, someone that's creative and exciting, and that's exactly the right forward. So, this is Sean, most of your time. Thank you so much for coming on. And huge congratulations again for being the AdTech Personality of the Year 2021. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate Sorry, it. Mate. Congratulations. Bye, Sean. Thank you. Bye. So, that was the AdTech Personality of the Year 2021, Sean Odenight, MD of Matterkind. And, Andy, I think 
so I liked what you were saying about what he was saying about you know giving giving thanks with team all the way through that. Yeah, I mean, what a, what, a, what a great guy, and you can see why he's won that. And anyone who's around him, he's a, he's got a magnetic personality. He's a warm guy. He's obviously doing some great work over there, and that's what the industry thinks. And you know what? We need more people like that. Totally so agree. Congratulations, I, I, Sean. What a great winner. Yeah, definitely worthy winner. I know. I loved what it's about the office. You know, it should be someone who want to go. So I think that was a really optimistic, lovely way on which to end the podcast and on which to end this week. So I think we'll just have to say thank you so much for listening. Come back again next week for It's Only Media Thursday. Until then, it's goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. Have a lovely weekend. (laughs) Bye-bye. Unless you're listening on Monday. (laughs) Thanks. Goodbye.